everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Revenge fans. Welcome back to Season 4, Episode 2, Disclosure. I am your host, Roxy Stryer. I am not alongside Phil Svitek. He left us hanging this week. No, he's a very busy man with busy places to go. But lucky me that I am with two beautiful, wonderful, talented people across from me on a couple. Hey, y'all. And Christina Kaplan. Hello. I'm so happy to have you guys here. We're happy to be with you. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you. Let's start with some overall thoughts on how this season, the first two episodes are going, and then specifically this episode. What are we feeling in general right now? I mean, David Clark is back, so I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) I really don't. I'm torn. I'm feeling really torn. Yeah. You know, I think it could make for an interesting season. Uh, and we're really setting ourselves up for something here. But I almost felt like tonight's episode was a finale. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the cliffhanger of seeing Emily burning in this building, you know? I, I It seems like a closing episode, not episode two. Right, because you know that she's not obviously going to die in this episode. Otherwise, that would be a twist. The <laughs> season would kind of be weird. <laughs> but... It was, yeah, it was a strange ending, and then the previews for next season were even worse. I for mean, next it week. was like, yeah. yeah, for next week, it's like, okay, well, I mean, we saw her laying there in the fire, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, those previews, though, I, I'm just, I don't even, I mean, I know we're so not there yet, but that's what we just watched, and we're coming off that fresh to here, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great in the preview department, but but uh, but that's okay. Like sometimes they give away too much, or sometimes they confuse us. And so the fact that they just like didn't give us very much, I feel like is an okay thing. Especially now, our expectations are non-existent. Actually, right. So yeah. so it has to be beat somehow. Okay. So specifically, David Clark being back. I know that you're saying you don't know how you feel. I'm not really sure how I feel. And the other person who doesn't know how they feel is Victoria. Or at least I don't know how Victoria is feeling. 
Did you guys get the sense from tonight's episode that she's trying to murder him or or something of that? Or do you get the sense that she's still in love with him and wants to be with him? Or middle ground? I think she's very confused. I think part of her definitely still loves him. And she's... But then the other part of her is just still so shocked that he's even back and still alive. Right. That I feel like she's kind of like, okay, well, he did kidnap me, so am I supposed to be trying to get free and get away from him? Or right. am I supposed to be giving in to my feelings? And, you know, I th- I think she's just torn, and she just doesn't really know what to do. Okay. I, I think a, a lot of things for Victoria... Are, I know you think a lot of things. <laughs> you'd be surprised, Roxy. It's actually not much. Oh, um, I love hearing it. But, uh, but first of all, she's spent the last 20 years in a marriage, in a loveless marriage with Conrad Bowie. You're supposed to be putting on this front leg as though you're man and wife. And right. so I think she's very confused and jaded as to what it means to love somebody. She has this memory of loving David Clark and maybe he's confused about what that even means. So so she's, she's a jaded woman and she's not the same woman she used to be when she was with him. So she can join the panel of jaded women over here. But no. <laughs> I complete- that's not true. We are lovely. Folks. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that's a really good point you make about her maybe not knowing what love is. But then you do have to think about, yes, she's been with Conrad, but she's also been with a few other people along the way. There was that artist that she loved yep. and he painted her yes. and she was with him. And then she was with Pascal and she loved him and she had loved him back when so I don't know when she says David you've always been the one I'm kind of like it wasn't Pascal the one was yeah. it? yeah they were all the one yeah I mean don't you guys have that friend who every time they date somebody they're like no this is it yep. this is it you know I feel like Victoria or should I call her V <laughs> yeah I know is a little bit like that except yeah. for with Conrad who he, was clearly not the one yeah yeah, no, no, I get that. The the other thing is he just chloroformed her, you know. <laughs> normal, so, normal. Uh, well, and maybe in maybe in her circle, but <laughs> and then he, he takes her to like this underground lair where he tells her, "Oh, this is where I've spent the last twenty years." Listen, any man who tells you like I've spent the last twenty years underground, you got to hear like that, <laughs> right? Like yeah. that's that is a crazy person. Yes. I don't know if you got this is like stay with me for a second but I don't know if you guys watch American Dad mm-hmm. but there is there is an episode of this guy who got trapped underground I just kept thinking about it and he was like having sex with the dirt underground I just kept thinking Wait, about I don't it. even know about the show is this a real is this a it's, it's a, cartoon, a real it's a cartoon okay. it's a Seth MacFarlane but, oh, oh, okay. but yeah but I just kept thinking that like what kind of creepy crazy stuff has this guy been doing underground right. for the past 20 years. He's been living in a hole. Literally. And it's not like he went from the world to being underground. He went from the world to being in prison to being underground. Right. So it's kind of just like the, you know. It, it just kept getting worse. Yeah, it just yeah. kept getting worse. I am curious what the actual answer to that question is. What has he been doing? We find out a little bit tonight. So he really was stabbed. We saw the scar. Unless that was self-inflicted underground and part of his story. But no, we saw the tapes of him getting stabbed. I was wondering how they were going to get through that. I guess he did get stabbed. He did go to the doctors. And then he woke up underground where he was for 20 years. Is that the story that we're getting right now? Well, the story is that he blacked out from the pain. And when he came to, he was out. When he came to, he was out. But was he there? Oh, she said, and you were brought here. And he said... 
the less you know, the better. Right, which I felt like was sort of... You gave a little sigh there. So why are you feeling like that? Because I feel like unless they give us the story at some point, I'm so irritated by that because I feel like... You don't think they will? Well, that's what I'm, you know, they better, they better, because as a viewer, yeah, yeah, hear that revenge writers, that, that, I need to know this, I need to, the less you know, the better, like, it's just kind of like saying, you know, just suspend your disbelief and be along for the ride, because David Clark is back, and it's fun, you know, like, no, I need this to be based in reality somewhat, especially if they're expecting us to ever like David Clark again, because right now, he went from being this great guy that we loved, that we were on board fighting for, to somebody I really don't like. I agree. I don't... I, his character so far is just so like, oh, well, you know, I was here. And then I, it's so, like, almost cliche, like, secret hiding, you know, the guy that's off in the shadows and is coming back. And, you know, it's just... I can't decide what way he's going to go You know, like, okay, is his M.O. to get back with Victoria and to bring her... That's what it seems like right now. Right. But it also seems like he's going to help her take down Emily Thorne, which he obviously doesn't know is really his daughter. Right. Well, and I I like what you said just now, like, his M.O. is to get back with Victoria. And he said that... that I would do anything for you, Victoria. But, like, why wouldn't he do anything for Amanda? Why wouldn't he do anything for Charlotte? Why is it just now that he hears him saying something crummy to Charlotte that like now's the moment to come out of hiding and there's so There's so many questions. There's so many questions. I absolutely agree. At one point I wrote down, yo, he's lost it. Like, (laughs) literally, I I mean, the guy's lost it. When he starts talking to Victoria saying I would do anything for you, I was thinking those exact same things. So you would do anything for her. Did you come out now? You didn't know she was locked up in the hospital, we find out tonight. So, why are you out now? Did you know she was in trouble? No, you must not have. You really didn't have contact with the outside world because we did find out something tonight, which is that he didn't know that Emily is Amanda. Right. We talked about that last week. I actually think that you said, Christina, you said that you were like, oh, I don't think he knows. And I was like, oh, foolishness. Of course yeah. he knows. Obviously, Roxy's always wrong. <laughs> Just so wrong. But you said you called it. I mean... What made you think that, and and what's going on now? Well, I think Anna even said it too. Like, okay, so he's been watching over her this whole time, and that didn't make sense. Like, right. why exactly connecting to what we've just been talking about is why now all of a sudden are you coming out? Obviously, he didn't know that that was his real daughter when he was hiding there in the house, and she came in. So, I just I, I I'm confused, right. and I think that. If I know anything about this show, is that something crazy, some weird twist that we're not expecting at all might come to light as to why he's coming out now or why, like what ha- really happened to him. And that hopefully will be revealed eventually because, yeah, I'm same with you guys that I'm kind of just confused and almost annoyed as to like, okay, what I, I don't understand. The scariest part now and the most manipulative part is the fact that Victoria is now going to try to turn David against his own daughter by not revealing that it's his daughter. Right. And we know she knows because she confronted Emily this year about it. So we know she knows that she is Amanda Clark. Well, she confronted her last year. That last year about it um, at the grave when they were digging in the finale. So we know she knows. Now, 
if David finds out that Victoria actually knew, do we think that his love for his daughters is more than his love for Victoria and he'll never be able to forgive her? Or do we think he loves Victoria more than he loves his daughters? And we'll just be like, eh. Well, you know, Emily, real Amanda, has has talked about how she felt like her father's love was sort of being taken away when Victoria entered the picture. So that was already an issue between them from the time she was a little girl. She was also so young, though. You know, it's like when you get a new sibling and they come into the house and it's like, oh, my God, the time's getting split. And they always talk about kids having those problems with that. So I feel like it was understandable that she felt like that then. It doesn't necessarily mean that in reality that's what was happening. Or Although it could. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I wouldn't put it past Victoria knowing who she is today that... Perhaps she would be, like, a little bit um, controlling, like, a little bit needy, just um, dominating of his time, at least. And um, and so I feel like, you know, kids are intuitive. And, um, and I think there's a way to enter into a relationship with somebody who has a kid and not have the child feel threatened in some way. Right, right. There's a lot of... I don't know whether to call them plot holes or just unanswered things right now, though, uh, that I want to talk about. Number one being the fact that when David was in prison, he gave Nolan this infinity box to give to his daughter when she was out of juvie. Correct. So he and the whole thing about the no revenge. So he at that point had tabs on where his daughter was because he was still in prison. Now, at some point, he was stabbed and not murdered and brought to a box of a room in the hole in the ground or somewhere, and he learned that his daughter had died. So he was able to receive information from the outside world. His daughter didn't die, but he somehow caught wind that she did. So that's strange to me. How does he know that she died, but he couldn't communicate with anybody? Right, who's giving him this message, or how is he getting the information, is what you're saying? Right, absolutely. And if if he's hearing that, what else is he hearing? Is he hearing about um, when Charlotte had the drug problem for the first time? You know, there have been so many times that he could have come out. Uh, Did he hear about who he believed his daughter was having a child? You know, those are, I'm not even just talking about the bad moments, I'm also talking about the good moments. So And he knew Jack Porter, they knew them as children, yeah. so did he hear about the wedding? Right. All of that stuff. It's, it's just confusing. Or did he not hear about any of this until he escaped, got out, ran away? I don't know what to call what he did, because I don't know whether if he was actually in hiding, or if he was in being captured, or if he was just chilling. Like, I I don't think he was just hanging out by his own free will. Maybe at some point, and if not, then how did he get away? Just very confusing to me. And then, how did he finagle this whole thing with Conrad? Like, that was when he decided he needed to get out? Oh, now I know Conrad's in prison. Okay, now it's time for me to come out of hiding. And... And let's not forget the giant plot hole that he'll do anything to protect Victoria. Conrad's in prison. He's out of the picture. He's he's done. He's gone. So for life. For life. So why does he need to kill Conrad to protect Victoria? And did the, he physically come out of whatever he was in just to do that? I, you guys. 
<laughs> it's hard to say because I'm I'm sure at this point, even though we have spent three whole seasons rooting for him, uh, rooting for him is the wrong word because he was dead. So just but, but appreciating being on his him, side being right. and and he's been like a good guy in a sea full of bad guys. We always said on the show there really are no good people except for David Clark. You know, like he didn't do anything. <laughs> now he's a murderer. We were unsure if Conrad was actually dead. We thought he definitely was, especially based on the premiere this season. And then tonight we hear him say that he has killed Conrad. I'm so sorry for your loss, Anna. It's I'm a, so it, you guys. I'm just so sorry for your loss. You don't know how I much know, she loved him. Conrad, she yeah, was her favorite fun. character. <laughs> She I just loved him. I don't know that Conrad was my favorite. I love Henry Cherney. I just think he's such a phenomenal actor. He and is. I, I just think that he brought so much to each scene. And it is, it's a big loss. Right. Like, can, we, can we have, like, an in-memoriam for every yeah. episode that we do? I know. <laughs> I know. But then, I mean, it just baffles me that he says to Victoria that he did this. And she says, thank you. Thank you. What are we missing? Like, I feel like I'm either missing something completely or the show is keeping us in the dark for a reason. And if they're keeping us in the dark for a reason, is it to build up suspense or are they never going to fill it? They have to. They have have to fill it. it. There's no way because there's too many plot holes, like we said. There's too many things that don't make sense right now for them to never connect the dots. I'm getting a little nervous about it, though, and we'll talk about it when we get to news and gossip, but I don't know how much time they're going to have to fill all of these plot holes. And that is like... uh, That could be the worst... The demise of this show, if they don't answer all the questions we have. If they successfully answer every question we have, then this show is so... The payout is so worth it. Because the show is amazing. The acting is amazing. The the intensity, everything. But right now, I have so many questions that I'm worried aren't going to get answered. Well, I feel like... I don't know if you guys agree with me on this. This season so far, we're two episodes in, and I feel like so much has happened compared to when you've been two episodes in in the past. Don't Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. That's why I said it felt like a finale to Yeah, me. it's almost like too much to to keep track of like okay there's all this stuff happening with David and Victoria and now Charlotte all this stuff with Charlotte and all this stuff with Daniel and Margot and Gideon and and everyone and we've only been into two episodes. Do you think that's good though? Do you like that it's jam packed with stuff or do you wish that they were taking a little slower? Well I can't answer that just yet because I need to see how it's actually going to all play out because in past with this show, well, I didn't start watching when it's first aired. I had to catch up like when I think season two was starting. So I watched season one all in like two days because I was just hooked and I felt like they were so, I've always thought this of the show is they're so good at twisting things and making you be like, oh my God, I never saw that coming. <laughs> Wait, this, oh my gosh. So that's why I think something crazy is going to unveil itself and it's going to make more sense for us for these things that we're just not sure of but I have no idea what it could be I I agree I agree stepping back for a second what do we think about when Victoria when David's saying to Victoria I need you to tell me that you weren't a part of this kind of thing and she says it's true David I was scared I didn't have a choice you know whether even the part that was in her dream versus wasn't do we agree with that? Do we blame no. this on Conrad, or no. do you guys blame a lot of this, if not all of it, on Victoria? No, Victoria was a huge part of it. And, you know, Conrad can't 
threaten if you go to the DA and you say this is what happened, there's not a lot Conrad can do to threaten your children after that. Right. And I people mean, just listen. I mean, I don't remember Conrad threatening the kids. Did we not? No, I don't remember that either. I I know that they've both used their kids in Monopoly before, for sure. But oh, yeah. but I don't remember a time. And maybe she's making it up, or maybe it actually happened and we never saw it. But I feel as if Victoria is equally responsible, and I've always felt that way. Yeah. As Conrad is, and once David finds that, and does David not know that? Because how much information was David getting? We don't know. We don't know. Like, did he have a little radio that he sat by in his crazy little? underground hole well again i think we can we can look right i mean like how's the how's the wi-fi down there i'm not sure um but i think we can look at victoria and who she is and use that as a predictor of what her actions may have been like and she's never innocent in any of this and you know even if she didn't know listen we're gonna throw this all on david clark even if she didn't know that was a plan going into it she certainly had an opportunity to clear his name. She went along with it. Yeah. She absolutely did. And yes, I don't think she initiated it, but she also didn't stop it. Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree that she's the type of woman that whoever she's with, she's going to stand by her man for whatever's going on. Because she didn't ever really well, turn Conrad. her back on Conrad till the end, though. Oh, oh my God. Like, the end of that a, relationship. They kept a lot of stuff that happened secret. Like, they didn't... You know what I mean? Like she didn't go out and throw his well, it's name about out. How you look? They, you yeah. know that they, they want to uphold this Hamptons lifestyle, whatever it is. Right? You know? Yeah, exactly. So I I think that it just kind of depends on how you look at it. But I do think she's very responsible. But I want to move on from Victoria and David because really only time will tell what's going on there. Let's talk about what I believe was the biggest part of tonight's episode, which is interesting because I don't feel like Charlotte is usually the biggest part of the episode, but Charlotte, she's got a lot going on tonight. Alright, we start with her, and she's getting cheated on. Shocker of the year, Gideon's not a good dude, and he's not loyal to her. O-M-G. Revenge. And he's been using her and her money, which, oh, we didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> wow, when he asks for seven grand in coke, I'm yeah. so surprised that he doesn't really love her. Um, but why is he using her money? That I did have a question about. Like, why doesn't he have his own money? Yeah. I mean, because uh, mm. I didn't, I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize that they were struggling for money. That the Lamarchal, yeah, or maybe that's not the case. Maybe he does have money, but he's. Why wouldn't he use her if he sees it easy to? use her money to buy his drugs, and then he uses his own money to do whatever else he he wants. he also gets to use her for sex. Yeah. Because she's hot, so it's not like he's using her for drugs and she's a troll and he hates hanging out with her. You know, it's like a win-win-win for him. But I I do think that that is telling us something that we're not, we haven't paid attention to quite yet, which is maybe Big Sis was paying for everything of his and and she wouldn't give the extra seven thousand whatever it is i don't know maybe he wasn't in charge of his own finances maybe he's too young if you guys at home know um more about their fiscal situation because we might have missed a line at some point (laughs) 
hence why he has that accent from going to the mm-hmm. American school. Please let us know. As always, you can find us on iTunes. You can rate, comment, subscribe. We love that five stars. We read every single comment and on YouTube. Um, we read every comment there. We love you guys. You guys are the best fans ever. So keep on writing back to us. And if you know something we don't know, which is so not only possible, but I'm, I'm positive that it, it happens. <laughs> we missed us. <laughs> we, we do. We do. Because we're super fans also. But you guys are the best super fans. So let us know what you guys are thinking. And we will respond to you, of course. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know about his money situation. I do know that I am the least shocked ever that he was a bad guy cheating on her. Uh, good for Charlotte with the little bitch slap that she yeah. gave. I felt like <laughs> even more good for her, yes, check. Um, but I feel like, I feel like the, the sort of like layers of betrayal that came in that moment were just so awful to like hear her dead father's voice in the hallway. It just, you know, and then in that <coughs> moment, that was so awful. Those awful me. things that he said. <laughs> sorry. Bless you. I'm sorry. I Wait, let's just pause right the show that. for a second. Uh, I'm sorry. I could Bless not hold that. you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, that those awful things that he said to her that like to like rehear that again you yeah. know to and then to hear all that Gideon's saying like can you believe this this dumb hoe they're they're, you know, like, they're making fun of her yeah, yeah yeah i mean just like the layers of horrible that yeah. went into that moment were just i mean what a stab to the heart absolutely know? and i feel really bad for her because she has lost a lot, and she kind of was picking her relationship with Gideon over a lot of other relationships, thinking that he was the only one that she was, like, getting close with when really he was the last one who gave a crap about her. Um, And just the slime of him on the bed being like, baby, I do care about you, but, you know, I'm not your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It it was a very cheesy line, but I was like, oh, you're every dude out there that I just want to punch right in the face. And Phil's sitting next to me in his head right now being like, we're not all like that. We're not all like that. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) I I know. I know. Yeah, she should have bypassed the girl and went straight to Gideon's face. Yeah, but the girl did say, she's more pathetic than I thought. Yeah. I would have. That's true. Slapped, slapped a girl. So she gets (laughs) cheated on. She calls her brother. And he says, and what about your rent check? And yeah. he's like, I cashed it. And he's like, okay, I can't deal with this right now. So then something about that combination of things and also probably being a little strung out on cocaine or coming down from it because she doesn't have any more money to buy it, she decides she wants to... Well, she had a little... Yeah, she had a little vial. So, yeah, be, so being high on cocaine and, and also being really upset... She decides she wants to either kill herself or look like she's going to kill herself. Yes, we can agree that it was one of those two things standing on top of the building. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we find her there next. Emily finds her. And, oh, man. it. I'm sorry. Because I, ha- I have to. I, as I said, I'm a super fan of the show. This scene was difficult for me to watch at points. The music, it was so melodramatic. Yeah. And I felt like it was such a great chance to just watch Krista B. Allen do her stuff. And, you know, she's a great actress, and, and she's enough for me, you know? And, and so is Emily Van Gogh. They're They're enough on camera. And we had, like, the camera angles and the no, don't do all that. And I was like, oh, God, just jump. No, I wasn't thinking that. I'm kidding. No, 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 my God. I'm going to get the most hate comments ever for that. I'm absolutely kidding. Um, Charlotte is a very entertaining character. Uh, 
Emily comes and kind of saves her. The cops come and really save her, one of them being Jack. It was a whole slew of things in this scene. Tell me one of you guys appreciated the scene more a little bit and thought that they did a great job. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Cricket, cricket. It was hard. I thought it was hard. I thought it was an important scene. But yeah. I was, and it, I like that they put it in. You're right, though. The way that you put it earlier is that they were enough. They exactly. didn't need to cut to the low angle where her shoe, her foot stepped yeah. over the gate. And, you know, it could have been just simple shots going back and forth, showing them, you know, trying. Sh- Emily's trying to help her. Charlotte's struggling with all these. You know, it, it was too, like, yeah, cheesy, it like was- you said. And I, I think I would have preferred, like, sound effects of, like, whipping wind and stuff over the music. That was... <laughs> it was a lot. Um, it was a lot. But I did... I felt for him in the moment anyway. I really did. I, I feel really bad. I feel like, she, you know, she doesn't see who she has left. Daniel says, rushes her off the phone. I can't deal with this right now. And we know that Emily really does have her back. But this point, she doesn't know it, and later on in the episode, she really doesn't know it. So Ben saves her. He like, and we made so many references to him hurting his shoulder that I feel like that has to come up at some point down yeah. the line. Yeah, they kind of beat us over the head with it. Yeah. yeah, go get it checked out. Oh my shoulder, whatever it was, it didn't look to me like he fell that hard on her or on it. Well, I mean, he did like do like a running tackle and collapse onto brick, right? So. He proper, did. proper football technique, lead with the shoulder. Just gotta put that in there. A little <laughs> plug, a little plug for her hard knocks and Monday night football shows right yes. there. <laughs> L- love that you know the proper thing, Grace. Uh, <laughs> so we see that, and then we see, just sticking with her character right now, Charlotte is getting taken by Jack, and she's like, oh, well, I'm getting kidnapped again. You know, yeah. she keeps making All those I need comments. Is the blindfold. Yeah. Okay. Keeps making those comments, and then he's like, the only person in the world you need to talk to is this girl. Trust me. I would have been like, I don't trust you. Peace. But she does stay there and Emily says some very, very revealing facts. Number one, that she's Amanda, which means number two, she's the sister. And number three, that she kidnapped her. Yeah. Not in that order. But those are the things that she reveals. What? We've been waiting four seasons now for this. Yeah. I was not expecting this to come episode two of this. Like, what? I mean, were you guys blown away by this moment? I thought that maybe it was going to be a dream sequence based on the uh, last week's preview. And I thought after everything that we just talked about, everything that Charlotte had dealt with, to then throw that major detail on her as well. How did you expect her to react? You know, it it made sense to me that she was angry and, you know, kind of just didn't even really know how to process it because of everything that she had just dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I think the smarter move would have been to let her go into a 72-hour hold let her detox a little bit from that cocaine. You can't drop something like that on somebody who's you know is high on cocaine. Like yeah. it's it's a very selfish thing to do at that moment, I feel. And extremely mentally unstable. Right. Yeah. 
I think the reason why she did the kidnap reveal was to clear Jack in Charlotte's mind. Right. She said, I can't stand to watch you this upset about it. I would have liked to hear what she said to justify the kidnapping. Yeah. It was kind of more like we missed the actual conversation that they had, which was the part that I was really looking forward to. But we do see the aftermath, which is that Charlotte feels no love here. She's not and whatever, and we get hit over the head again with the, you chose revenge over me. Spoiler alert, that's the title of the show. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm what? kidding. But this is the title, <laughs> and you're saying the thing. No, baffling. Um, so we find out that Emily thought this was a genius plan. I, I can't believe Jack and Nolan both were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, usually, Emily's impulsive, and then her trusted team are like, whoa, 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 step back. The fact that Jack believed this was the right move, I was kind of surprised. I'm not surprised that Jack thought (sighs) that. No, because Jack is, like, you know, the straight and narrow, like, honesty is the right way, and, you know, so I I think he really thought, like, yeah, just be honest with her, and everything's going to be okay. Right. Maybe, but... I, I think that even if he thought she was going to react poorly, nobody ever predicted how poorly she would react, which is to try to, instead of kill herself, kill her sister. Uh, 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 what? She b- brings Emily to the stowaway. How which, does she keep getting into the stowaway? <laughs> she has keys, whatever. She brings... <laughs> From from Jacqueline still. She brings Emma and and please dear God, the stowaway, change your locks. Like yeah. you already had her kidnap your child, Jack. Like change your locks. And you there's also been people who have died there and whatever. Anyway, she brings Emily there and she's written Emily this very long note. Emily starts reading the note. She looked happy with it or like emotionally moved. I thought she looked like shocked, like it was saying that it seemed like she was reading stuff that she was not sure like she wasn't expecting to see yeah she wasn't expecting to see that's why i thought it was along the lines of like i needed a minute i really do care like she wasn't expecting her to be but i don't know i don't know if we'll ever know what the note said because the note was a load of crap anyway the only reason the note was written was so that charlotte could whack her with a two by four and burn down the stowaway so, not only is she trying to murder her sister, but she's trying to burn down Jack's business and home. Also, when is the stowaway open? I feel like... And her... And the mini Jacks. Yeah, and where's... Carl. Yeah, Carl. where's the baby? Yeah, we never know where baby Carl is, <laughs> and we never know when the stowaway is Because they cut like- to Jack, and he's still at work right after that scene, or right before, whatever, whichever... You know. Well, he said, what was your question? What, what did you say? Why isn't the stowaway? We never see the stowaway open anymore. Oh, like, yeah. It's just they're like either cleaning up during the day or they're closed at night. So <laughs> when are they open? Yeah, a bar a that's closed at it. night, I feel as if isn't doing its job particularly well. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, we're going to have to inquire about this, I believe. Yeah. I, let's just go there and see what times we can get a drink and what times we can't. I mean, that seems to be the only solution. <laughs> because he said, Jack said last episode, it runs itself now. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe that means boss isn't around, so they close up early and open late. 
What part of Charlotte doing this do we think this show is going to pin on her being on coke? I, the reason I ask is because I really hope not much. Like, if they're just like, the only reason she did any of this was cocaine, you know? She has such deep-rooted issues, and I feel like this is such an easy, um, easy solution for them to just be like, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. This is what will happen. You'll try to kill yourself and others. Like, I, I just, I feel we always are making excuses for Charlotte, and we never are actually getting to the fact that her dad wasn't her actual dad. David Clark was her dad. He was framed by her act, the dad that raised her, who then went to prison and is now dead. And her boyfriend that she loved, and when she was pregnant with his child, and the child died, and the boyfriend died. Like, these are real issues, and she's kind of a mess of a kid. And I don't know. Do you guys get what I'm saying? And I, I completely get what you're saying. And the thing is, like happy people don't do drugs. They just don't. Like, they don't, like, I mean, they might, like, experiment, but they don't become addicts. And, you know, I I feel like they did that the first time she was on drugs. That, you know, that everything was because she was on drugs or, like, well, remember when she was on drugs? You know, like, Charlotte, like, can we be okay with, like, is she an okay person? Like, yeah, she's fine now. Like, but remember when she was on drugs and she wasn't fine? Like, yeah, they could easily do that again. I feel like they could so easily go down that path. And, and I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, can we address the fact that, like, she's been an unhappy girl her entire life? And the entire time we've known her. Yeah. Seriously. Well yeah. before then, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, like, for three and a half years, but I'm guessing for more than that, you're right. I just, I, I want us to finally, I love that we were getting into Charlotte's character, to, that we're seeing more of Charlotte, but I want us to get to the bottom of who Charlotte is and what's going on. Like, we see Victoria in therapy. Let's sit in on one of Charlotte's therapy sessions. Yeah, is she ever going to evolve out of this kind of reckless, I'm so messed up, my life was so messed up character? Is she ever going to, like, get out of that whole phase? You know what I mean? I think that's the big question. Also, now that Jack is a cop, is he... is. Just this whole situation, are they going to find out it was her? If they do, is she going to be in trouble? Is she going to jail? I mean, I'm pretty sure this is cause to go to jail. And by pretty sure, I mean very positive. Right. Um, is that why earlier in the season we hear Ben say, I'll give you one, one exemption or something like that. Like you get one free pass and that's it. One, one. They nailed that out of her head too. One, one. So was that it and then this time it's not and Jack has to hide from his partner and then Jack has to quit the force and all of those things I mean I guess we can just talk about Jack now no, I feel <laughs> and, like, and what's going on with him I know but I feel like I mean Jack's going to come into play here in a big way even if somehow he's not connected to what happened with Charlotte's not connected to what happened like, doesn't he have to quit the force kind of to like stay at the stowaway and see it repaired and does he have enough insurance? Or I is mean, this goodbye stowaway? Maybe. Where's he going to live? Just collect the insurance money and yeah. get out of there? And buy a little house for him and Carl. Or move in with Emily. Oh, I would like that. I know you would. No, I just think that's like a cute, um, I don't know, yeah, like Three's Company or something. No, it's a really <laughs> bad. That's so bad, though, because it just shows that the only time that their relationship progresses is when they're out of options and their hands are forced. Like, oh, I guess it didn't work out with Daniel or uh, with 
um, Aiden, so I guess I'll be with, I guess I'll like Jack now. Oh, Jack has nowhere else to live, so maybe I'll ask him to move in with me. Like, yeah. no, one day she needs to choose him. It's gotta be a choice, and we're not seeing that choice. So I don't know, I don't know if this is goodbye, stowaway. I don't know how quickly that fire gets t- put out. Um, the guy that asked Charlotte, he's like, oh, are you okay? Is there anybody else in there? He seemed very unconcerned. He, like, walked away. I'd be like, what the hell happened? Yeah. No, just like, anybody else in there? No. Oh, okay, peace. Like, yeah. This entire place is up in flames. Yeah. Like, call 911, do something. Um, so that was interesting to me. But going back, so we're talking about Jack, we're talking about Ben, and I'm curious about this whole, we gave it in News and Gossip last week about Emily um, and Ben potentially being a little showmance. So we hear Ben tonight say, it doesn't hurt to look like a hero in front of a beautiful woman. And Jack very quickly tries to shut that down. All right, Christina, who doesn't want Jack to end up with Emily and is just like a hater of love. Oh, that is not true. <laughs> I don't just, think that's true. I'm just kidding. But you did say you prefer her to be with Ben. So... What did you think about this moment? I think that this is, I don't know. I feel like either it's going to happen, he's going to ask her out, and maybe something will start to develop, or he's going to continue to make mention of her, and Jack's going to continue to shut it down until he makes his own move. Right. It could go either way, I think. Okay, so either, so in the end, you think that maybe he'll jump on it because he'll realize he keeps shutting it down until he makes it all move. Yeah. Okay, or the other way. What are you thinking? Well, I don't know. It's just going to cause dissension between the two of them one way or the other. The the partnership's going to have to break up. Yeah. I mean, either he's going to, like, keep trying to shut it down and Ben's going to be like, yo, like why you step in come on you know like Wait, can you just do it one more time yeah yo why you step in good come point, on and um i know that i'm way. trying to make excellent points every time i'm on a panel uh, you have a lot to say and we love it yo why you step in not a lot up here a lot coming out of here um <laughs> so not true and then thanks roxy uh and and or Jack will make his own move, and Ben's going to be like, yo, so all that time. Either way, a lot of yo's are going to be coming out of his mouth, but it's just not going to go well between the two of them. There's no way. There's no way. It's either going the end of the partnership. First of all, Ben may die. I'll save that for predictions, but we we bring characters on to kill them all of the time. So it might not go any of these ways because he might just die, and who knows how soon. But the other thing is, if it's not because of Emily... It's because of Charlotte that they break up with the partnership. And if it's not because of Charlotte, it's because of uh, Victoria. And if it's not because of Victoria, it's going to be because of David. You know, like, there are just so many problems with a cop being involved in this mess now. How Jack would think it was a good idea. Oh, you know what? Like, now we're, we're free and clear of all this drama. No, honey. It's never going to happen. So I just, I hope that he doesn't end up in jail himself and that his partner turns the other way and just like listen we we can't be involved anymore and you can't be a police officer but who knows if that will be the case i guess we will have to keep watching for them the last storyline of the night that i want to talk about which was this another cocaine storyline we're all we're just all cocaine all night tonight 
which is why we're later and sexier than ever. No. <laughs> oh, God. Is she still talking? So, Daniel, Margo, <laughs> and Gideon. So, Daniel and Margo are really a team now. There are villains. There are a new duo villain team. Is that true? <laughs> well, I'm going to say yes and no. Because, yes, they are kind of in that villainous role, but no, because they are taking down an even worse villain. Mm-hmm. Very you know? true. So it's almost like, it depends. They're the they, lesser of two evils. Right, exactly. So if they start going after people that, you know, don't deserve, I guess, to be taken down, then that's when we can be like, alright, they're not good. I don't know that Gideon's a worse villain. I... You know, a lot of people do a lot of bad things to each other on the show, evil even. But I literally got the chills. I got I had goosebumps when Gideon was arrested at the airport because what kind of sister What kind of a sister? plants drugs on her brother? Uh, what kind of a brother says he's going to kill her? Right. He threatened he, to kill her. So I think she's I would do that to my brother if he said he was going to kill me. Okay, I would definitely I'm, I'm let him know it. that. You can let him know. I think he knows that I would not hesitate. Threatening to do and do it. But he did like push her face too. He was like I'm going to kill you and like like really grabbed her face. The whole situation here was so conniving and twisted. I mean, you guys watched the episode, you know. There was uh, so many turns to it, and then Margo pretended to be on Gideon's side, and she didn't, and uh, it was back and forth so much. It, it's very interesting to me, though, how isolated this is from anything else on the show right now. You know, all the other situations kind of intermingled. This one is very isolated. Like you're saying, they're taking it down somebody we don't really care about if they take them down. You know, if they were going after Emily or somebody else, we would we would be like, oh, these are really the bad guys, but... Right now, it's really its own storyline, and I'm wondering how... Oh, you guys made fun of me for this last week. What is it? La Pasca. LaMarsha. 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 How it's going to intertwine at some point. Well, I think that's what Margot was trying to do by taking him down, is to protect the company. Because, obviously, we saw him stepping forward. No, absolutely. I'm just wondering how that's going to involve itself with any of the other storylines. Well, maybe Daniel's going to get back in. Well, we saw them make out at the end of the episode, so I don't know where that's going Damn to lead. Damn right we did. You know? So yeah. so that's got some fire to it. Well, it, it kind of intertwines in that, you know, Gideon being out of the picture helped Charlotte in a way, you know? So that sort of intertwines. Sort of. The last thing I have to say on that is the haircut. I know we mentioned it last week. Come on, team. You, well, it turns out, though. Oh, yeah. you. Oh, let's get to news and gossip. This is news and gossip. You have an AfterBuzz exclusive for us. Yeah. All right. Hit us, girl. Okay. Well, we've had Nick Wexler in the studio with us, uh, and one of our AfterBuzz TV hosts, Will Link, who I host Intruders with, shameless plug, um, is, is, is real-life friends with him. And so... So Nick was telling Will, you guys, this is like real inside exclusive, that all of those haircuts are their own choices. The TV show did not make any of them. So not Nolan, not Jack, and not Margot do that. Yeah, they all did it. They all did it on their own. So I think (laughs) Nolan's is the worst out of all of them, though. <laughs> Honestly, I think his is way worse than Margot's because he just looks psychotic. Yeah, with crazy. the outfits, with the outfits, and then the hair on top of it, he just 
looks I can't even take him seriously anymore. I, I agree. So I love that inside scoop that you got for us. Keep coming. The other thing that we have noticed is the fact that we are down in viewings right now. We we have we got a little over five million for the premiere. We'll see what we got for tonight's episode. But people are talking about whether we're going to get a season after the season. Think people are thinking that this is going to be the last season, which is why I was really worried that we're not going to get all our questions answered. Because holy crap, if this is the last season, they have so much to do. Yeah. I honestly think if it is the last season, it could be the best season. It could be the most kick-butt season. That's not me necessarily saying I want it to be, because you guys know I love these shows, and I hope they go on forever and ever, and until what, whatever, run, run themselves into the ground, but it could make for the best season. And maybe that's why they've jammed so much in these first two episodes, is because they've got so much to get into this season. Exactly. Yeah. So that is our news and gossip for this week. Some pretty good stuff going on. Let us know what you guys are thinking. If you are thinking, oh, wow, I want there to be more seasons. Oh, great. This would be a great last one. Again, iTunes, YouTube, rate, comment, subscribe. We will write back to you. Absolutely. Let's quickly get into some predictions if we have any, and then we will wrap it up. And now, you're after Buzz TV. We really, really can't predict anything based on what we saw. Victoria has a shotgun that's... <laughs> Pretty much all I got. Yeah. She she looked like sort of like Appalachian Mountain sort of shotgun on the porch. I know it was weird. But uh <laughs> but I have sort of a long term prediction and that is that Victoria trying to get David against Emily Thorne will really come back at her because we have Nolan knows what David Clark looks like recently. David knows what Nolan looks like as an adult. They Not may, with this hair, he doesn't. No, <laughs> fair, fair enough. But they have to run into each other at some point. You know, Jack's running around as a cop. You know, Officer Porter. You know, they may run into each other. He's known Jack since he was a child. I think there are too many opportunities for him to find out that she's really Amanda Clark. Especially because David wants to go see Charlotte. Charlotte. It's not like he's trying to hide in that hole anymore. Charlotte, who also knows I'm, right, I'm she's an, really Amanda Clark. I agree with you. I think that it's going to be the demise of their relationship. I think that David's going to find out Victoria knew it's his daughter, and that will be where David and Victoria finally end. I agree with that, too. Okay, those are our predictions for the week because, guys, Revenge, you've given us nothing to go on. Yeah. I, I guess now we're just going to have to stay tuned. Not that we wouldn't anyway. If we are dying to talk to you guys throughout the week and we have so much to say about Revenge, as I hope you guys do, where can we find you? You can find me at Instagram or Twitter at, at Tina Cap. You can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. Awesome, and you can find me, as always, at Roxy Stryer, and you can find us at AfterBuzz TV. And we love, love, love to interact with you guys. So please keep the conversation going. Otherwise, we just won't be able to make it to Sundays. Until next week, this is dramatic as revenge. <laughs> Goodbye, sis. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 